guys did maybe not Brian, it's just three three guys did uh the one chip challenge. Like this thing that the younglings are doing. Apparently it's like a, a tortilla chip that yeah. is like has like Carolina Reaper dust all over it. Okay. And this company is going like they're making money on people making that one chip challenge. Um but these guys were doing it offering the their mm. sacrifice their sacrifice. I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. It's just like they, they took it as like for the holy souls in purgatory. I'm like, all right. You're offering your suffering, you're but you are providing your own suffering. I don't know. What do you think? Um I think there's other options personally that I'd like to do. Yeah. Not that yeah. suffering is not good or you know what we were talking about before it's just making yourself uncomfortable but I think it's fine. There's there's certain levels. Um Yeah, I simply I wouldn't do it because I know I'm already on a anti-acid medication so I'm not I don't want to Yeah. That's my luck. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean if it's going to if if it doesn't bring you any further repercussions and it's just I don't know. It sounds more like a challenge than than anything, or for fun. It is called the the one chip challenge. So, but yeah, it's not. I don't know. I don't like spicy stuff. Even though I'm Mexican, I'm not. I don't like to fight with my food. I know. You know, I do it's put tasty. salsa. I like jalapenos. Uh, the ones it has that to are be tasty. curtidos. Yeah, 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 it has to enhance the flavor, not just take it over. Yeah. You I'm very conservative when I put salsa on my tacos and you know that the other day we went to a to a taco place mm-hmm. and my buddy was like, You're gonna love this place. It's like because you're Mexican, you're gonna tell me if it's the, the real deal or whatever. I'm like, all right. So we go to this taco place here in the valley and and I asked for like two carne asada tacos and one alabada. Right? Mm-hmm. You you can you can tell Pretty much everything you need to know about the restaurant. Yeah, those are with those two like dishes. The standards. Yeah. yeah, those are the staples, right? They gotta get those right, otherwise, don't bother with anything else. Yeah, basically. And the plus side was that the meat was cooked to perfection, dude. It was so good. Okay. Both of them. The downside was that they did not consult me on smothering this thing with whatever house salsa they had. But okay. You know what I mean? But that's a Mexico City thing. They yeah. Put, they put all the toppings on the taco before they hand it to you. They do. They're supposed to ask you, but. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not. If if I ask for a carne asada taco, it's I'm expecting a tortilla and, and carne asada. Yeah. That's yeah. it. <laughs> you know, and, and the to- because they had other toppings there huh. that didn't give me the indication that they were going to preload the taco. It wasn't bad, you know. I mean, the salsa was actually yeah, you, very flavorful. You, you want to control the factors. Exactly. You want to control the ratio of salsa versus the carne. And for me, it has to be two to one or three to one. Okay. And so. Fat, acid, salt, heat. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like Check to fight out. with my food, like I said. You know, it's very particular about it. I actually grilled this weekend. Uh, it got it got 
um, it's cool enough. Yeah, it's grilling weather. It got cool enough for me to to break out some charcoal, and we made some carne asada and some chicken, so it's pretty tasty. Um, it's funny that you mentioned that because we started grilling as well, and then this week, um, Deanna is doing a fall uh, mm-hmm. unit uh, at homeschool. And it's like there's no fall in Arizona. <laughs> like there might be fall in Flagstaff and the changing of the leaves, but yeah, not here in Phoenix. So yeah. it's kind of funny that they were learning about fall. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Kato started changing the decor inside of the house too. You know, putting some like leaves to give the illusion of you know the hope of something right. resembling not scorching heat here i know um but yeah it, it does we need to do that because the season doesn't change it's just the same everywhere yeah it's like you know, although like there was a nice breeze today i don't know if you were outside it's, right now no, but there, it was like, it was like a sandstorm alert mm-hmm. it almost a blew haboob. the trampoline in the again. backyard <laughs> again yeah so for those that are listening um this is Barbato's Catholic podcast, by the way. <laughs> like we just started talking about mm-hmm. random stuff. Um, we're in Phoenix, Arizona. I'm Walter. And on the other side of the screen, I have Gustavo. And um, in Phoenix, we had, we get this sandstorms called Haboobs. Uh, look it up. H-A-B-O-O-B. And um, they look pretty gnarly. It's just uh, wind that picks up a bunch of dirt from the desert and it looks almost like a movie imagine uh, the mummy you know the mummy in the 90s with brandon frazier the only thing that's missing is this gigantic mouth from this wall of dust that's what it is. it's essentially a big wall of dust that covers the whole city yeah and you can see it from afar like we're a, we're a little higher than you guys up north so you can see kind of like down if you're coming down the freeway Gotcha. It looks pretty amazing, actually. Nice. There's yeah, some like a... slow motion videos on YouTube too. Oh, cool. Yeah, we got like a little bit of rain, which was appreciated. Mm-hmm. My kids were like, "What's going on? Can we play in the rain?" I'm like, no, you're gonna get sick. Um, <laughs> I'm that kind of dad. No fun allowed. Anyways, <laughs> speaking of no fun allowed. Um, so last week was a little bit of. How to how to how to say it? Um, on ex- it was exceptional for us in that I was coming back from from vacation. Um, which speaking of other climates, San Diego is a beautiful city. I love the beach. The fact that the Pacific Ocean is always cold, but man, am I used to the dry heat of the desert? Because mm-hmm. they had fifty-seven percent humidity, I was dying. Oh. I was dying. It was like one of those things that you get out of the shower and and you quote unquote dry yourself, and you, mm-hmm. you're still sweating, and you're yeah. never dry. Nothing is ever dry. Like clothes don't dry out. Um, when you lay them out <laughs> in the sun, um, so that was an adjustment. Uh, it was the Anna's birthday. We celebrated there, and. Um, when we came back, it was the Monday um, of last week, and um, and then Gustavo, you you have been like super busy with work. 
Yeah. And yeah, it's just been, you know, we have these peaks and valleys and like everybody at work, it's been a while since I had a, a peak that high, you know, and so it, it, it takes a little while when you come out of like a slump of being very, very uh, manageable and predictable work day. Yeah. When it goes up that high, that fast for that long, it's, it, it was, yeah, it, it just consumes your time. You know, when you just can't say, nope, I'm not going to do it. No, you just, you just got to do it, you know, especially yeah. in a, in a company in that's small as, yeah. And in a company that's small as, as ours is, it's, um, it's all hands on deck when it's an opportunity that big. So, so it was, it was pretty, um, gnarly there for a little bit but good good in a good way yeah of course i mean it's the potential of having more more work Mm -hmm. uh coming Mm -hmm. coming your way um but as you guys know that the the podcast is a hobby and um there's a labor of love it's a labor of love it's like a marriage yeah (laughs) sort of but it's (laughs) it's funny that you mentioned it like that because you know gustavo and i had a conversation on on saturday we got together had like a state of the union kind of Mm -hmm. meeting um because um we wanted to address like where what are we going to do we thought that we were going to be able to publish the podcast on wednesday and then um it was not possible so i uh i made that post on instagram saying like hey we're not going to do this and then i was very very um kind of in a I don't know if a slump is the right word but I was um not feeling it can I say that I guess I can say that mm-hmm. and um and one of the things that Gustavo and I talked about is like we bring the podcast to prayer um in, in every chance that we have in holy hour for example in our weekly whole different holy hours that we have each one of us um so there's a lot of things that are happening at home, like between the two of us right now, we are the the fathers of like nine children, um, which is not a small number. <laughs> I mean, I we know that there are families that might have nine children mm-hmm. of their own. This is this, the split is four and five in here, but still it's, um, it's, it can be a lot. Especially uh, just, when there's young families, you know, yeah. there's, it's, it's a lot more demanding. It's different when you have, I don't know, 10, 12, 13 year olds, or even like five, yeah. seven, and you know, you have like little babies bit more and yeah. yeah, when they're a little bit more auto-sufficient, you know, it, it tends to get easier. Um, not, uh, different challenges. I don't just want to, don't want to play it, downplay yeah. it and say it's easier, but yeah, with little ones, you know, it's like they get sick. And eventually all of them get it and it can be a slump of like a couple of weeks. If the, if the last one got better then the first one that got it might get the tail end of it and the cycle repeats itself. Yeah. It's usually me the last one that I'm sick Mm -hmm. at home. Do you get that? I usually, no, I usually just kick kids back. If they want to (laughs) come near me, I just like, I just do one of these, <laughs> put my hand in front of him like a like a running back. No. And I just block them. I keep him at arm's length, you know. 
Um, That's funny. But no. Um, yeah. So, th- so my youngest has been not sleeping well the whole week. It's it's been a whole ordeal. We've been running on fumes a little bit, especially getting into like the um, the routine of things. But anyways, back to the conversations we were having on Saturday. I feel like one of the things that we talked about was Gustavo and I started the podcast with Ivan as part of um, the fellowship that we had or that we have. Let me say mm-hmm. that we, we still have the fellowship. The only problem is that life happens. The problem is life happens. Mm-hmm. And um, it had become very transactional. Like most of the conversations that Gustavo and I had were mostly about the podcast. <laughs> um, there might have been some occasions that we were just like sharing funny memes with each other in in passing. Um, it's maybe one time we got together um, with a couple other friends, actually at Ivan's place to smoke cigars. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, um, it got a little bit transactional. And um, I noticed that that is not something that I would want to have a, as part of like my friendship with Gustavo and, and how it that like feeds into the podcast. Because when you guys listen to the podcast, hopefully you get a sense that we are actually friends in real life. It's not just like an act that we're trying to portray, <laughs> but also like we are not challenging each other spiritually. Yeah. Granted, right now we're like day 51, 52 of the 54 day novena that was ending on October 7th that we are praying with um, a bunch of families um, that we know that has been great and whatnot. Um, and, you know, we are frequenting, frequenting or frequenting. Uh, we're going to Fre- the I want to say frequenting, 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 frequenting um, sounds like sounds a Mexican really, trying to say yeah. it. <laughs> we are going to this. We're living sacramentally. Yes. Um, but there's always that sense of like, we could do more. Yeah. Praying the rosary, we're going to confession, we're going to mass. It's like doing that like bare minimum. And so we also want our faith lives to feed into this podcast because how are we supposed to motivate anybody if we don't have since you cannot like pour from an empty cup, right? Um so that's kind of where we're at right now. We're trying to figure out um several different things like uh, this sunday both of us had separate experiences where we needed to hear things that were said from the pulpit during uh homilies at our uh, home parish i've i heard something that our pastor said gustavo heard something that our parochial vicar said basically to the same extent i think and gustavo can correct me if i'm wrong but there's the gist of it is make yourself uncomfortable um, and, and be okay with being uncomfortable. And that was one of the things that Gustavo and I were talking about. Like there are all these things that happen, um, whether it is life gets busy, children get sick, work has more demands than usual on us mm-hmm. and prayer life is a little bit dry. Those things are going to happen. 
yeah. in in your walk of faith, whether you want it or not. And which is kind of ironic because the episode that we were supposed to publish last week was the Sermon of Spirits. <laughs> so it was very apropos for what was happening. Um, so we are not, I think, I don't think that once in the Bible it says that it's, it probably talks about comfort, like getting comfort from God, but not that we are going to have a life of comfort, right? You think about the apostles and the first century um, Christians, comfortable is not a word that you would use to describe their lives, right? They were being martyred, they were being persecuted, their lives got exponentially more difficult just because they were Catholic and following the, the, the teachings of, of Christ. For the first, I don't know, three centuries until Catholicism was considered legal. Mm -hmm. um, so we have been pondering that idea of making ourselves uncomfortable. Um, what was the other thing that you mentioned that you heard from, from the Holy uh, Spirit? Well, it came from the second reading the second letter of St. Paul to Timothy. And this part really kind of like struck, struck me, you know, because it says that, uh, so do not be ashamed of your testimony to our Lord, nor of me, a prisoner for his sake, hmm. but bear your share of hardship for the gospel with the strength that comes from God. And I'll, I'll go into what the uh, priest was saying uh, in a bit, but this, what kind of told me was, Everything that I was doing, that I was struggling with, that we we're touching upon, you know, the podcast, the work, the family life. Yeah, a little bit of dryness in terms of like the spiritually uh, feeding ourselves. It it always goes back to me trying to do everything, you know. And and with the podcast, it, it, it got to a point where where I was just like feeling it more like a chore. You know, but when I'm done with the chore, I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I did that chore, you know, because now now it's done. That's good. But in terms of like prepping around it, a lot of moving parts had to come together for me to be able to make myself available. So that's kind of like what personally for me was a little bit challenging at times. But when I when I heard that, you know, and I came back home and I reread it, um, but bear your share of hardship for the gospel with the strength that comes from God. And that strength definitely has to come from prayer. It's not going to just happen. You know, it's, it's, we've talked about it multiple times, you know, it's, it's good to have your family prayer and we do rosary every night. And like you said, you know, I go to adoration and mass obviously, but it's, it's like, can, can I always do more? Hell yeah, we can do more. Hell yeah, I can do more. And, and I think that was what really spoke to me, you know, because I needed to hear that, that, that for the gospel, yeah, we are meant to go through hardship and maybe this is part of it. You know, it's like going back to coming, coming to the point that the priest was making is from the gospel. It's about trust and humility, you know? Because the, the apostles were saying, 
in Sunday's gospel to, to Jesus, Lord, increase our faith. You know? Yeah. And, and Jesus was saying, if you had faith yeah. the size of a mustard seed, which is the smallest, it's like, we just, if you just had like a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, and the priest was saying, you know, Father was saying, how do you achieve that small? How do you start with that small uh, seed-like size of faith? Well, you got to commend yourself and, and, and humbly ask the Lord to give us that. It's not going to come by itself. It's not going to come for free. Hmm. And then the humility aspect of it towards the end, you know, it says, when you have done all you have been commanded, say, we are unprofitable servants. We have done what we were obliged to do. It's it's weird because the gospel for the Sunday had like two, two points that it was trying to make. And Father was yeah. really good about explaining how... It starts with one thing, and then it it, it kind of like puts in a different parable, um, but but to say that it was about trust and not about humility, um, and that's exactly what I needed to hear. You know, we were we were not at the same mass. I did see Diana there, um, but when I came out, I'm like, oh, I got to text Walter. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to text Walter to tell him. And then I got home, and 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 we got like busy with things. And then you texted me after you came out of mass and I'm like, yep. It, it, it kind of like, como anillo al dedo, right? Yeah. Como se dice en, en, en español. Um, it was, it was exactly what we needed to hear at that moment. Not to say that it's not gonna, I mean, we're still discerning and figuring this out. Um, obviously, you know, priorities are priorities. And if this ever becomes, you know, something that, yeah, it's an obstacle for, our families or for ourselves, if it's giving us more strife, you know, than joy and, and sharing whatever we're sharing here with people, then we both have the, the frame of mind to know that, that we can uh, not do it, you know, and, and, and reprioritize. But I mean, St. Paul was in jail, dude. I know. You know, Did we have Saint everything. Paul have a wife and kids. That's the question. <laughs> <laughs> um, but That's but it's I about that you know it's about just reorganizing reprioritizing and making sure that we have the right uh, goal in mind you know because the other thing let, let me finish this thought the yeah, other yeah. thing that it was getting to me and I think we talked about it uh, when we met was is like is this even worth it you know who's listening I was going to go know? to that point I was thinking that, that like goes to like humility right mm-hmm. we know who we are front of the lord in fact i think in the um, the last episode with um randy from buy and beggar i made the, the simile that this podcast is like a mud cake for mm-hmm. jesus they were just presenting that and honestly like it was getting to me that i was starting to compare ourselves with to other well, yeah to other podcasts or instagram accounts because you know, there is a temptation to say, well, there's just the two of us. You're seeing the whole team. You're listening to the whole team. So when when we, the only things that we have to guide ourselves from is number of downloads and uh, Instagram follows and likes, which 
I don't know if it's like the best way to rate a podcast or not. Um, so I think one thing that we would ask you who are listening or watching, if you get anything out of this podcast, if you would be so kind to give us some feedback, rather if it is um, via Instagram or a comment in YouTube or something. So we know there's someone there <laughs> who is consuming this and saying like, oh, these two guys have like a point of view that is um, interesting or helpful. And it's what I was telling Gustavo. Like, If we put out content and one person finds it useful and it helps them in their path to salvation, that's it. We're good mm -hmm. with one soul. We just need to show up and, and do the reps, I think. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't hurt if we hear from, from you guys and gals out there. Mm -hmm. um, we don't want to do this in a vacuum and just for us. Um, and again, it, for us as fathers and husbands, it might be a little bit difficult to be on Instagram to have a conversation with each and every one of you. Um, that's not what our Instagram page is for. Our Instagram page is for letting you know when we have new episodes that you can go listen to. So it's fighting that temptation to compare ourselves to others and also working on that humility of knowing mm -hmm. what we are, what we are not in front of God. Um, However, the the commitment that, or like the, the conclusion of our conversation um, that Gustavo and I had on, on Saturday was um, very Ignatian, I would say, in terms of um, what we decided that we were going to do, even though we are going through, quote unquote, desolation, if, if mm -hmm. you make, I don't I don't think it's like full blown desolation because we're still getting like some um, consolation from doing what we're supposed to be doing. It's just that we got, we were busy last mm -hmm. week. Um, so we want to honor our, um, the commitment that Gustavo and I made earlier in the year, which is basically get to 100 episodes. Um, if we continue doing one episode a week, it will probably get us to um, the two-year mark in February of 2023. Um, we, we have some, some people already lined up for, for interviews, but you might see more of just the two of us trying to uh, break down ideas of things that we are reading. Actually, I, um, I picked up this book, Priestly, um fatherhood by father mm -hmm. jack philippe um it's so good dude and i only got it because it, there's like solanus casey in one it. of the of the four pictures in the in the yeah, cover so the I'm, cover. i'm like eagerly waiting to see if he gets <laughs> mentioned by name um so whoever designed the the cover of that book good job maybe mm -hmm. maybe buy it just because of that um but regardless of that um 
I think that it was a good gut check for Gustavo and I. Yeah. And hopefully this will prompt us to go deeper into our personal relationship with, with our Lord um, so that we may be able to have the outpouring of those graces here in the podcast. Mm -hmm. And I think it's also, yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. And, and it's a good reminder too, that we are fallen creatures and that we are going to be tested. You know, we are going to have those moments of, of emptiness when it comes to our spiritual journey and, and to remind ourselves that it's okay because God loves us. God loves us every day, whether, whether we're talking to him or not, we are loved. Um, it's the relationship can only grow um, if, if we bring our part to it, you know, yeah. God is always calling out to us. So this example of, it's is a podcast, you know, it's, it's a conversation that we have. It's, it's a, uh, and, and we're lucky enough that, that we have each other to, to call that out, you know, or to bounce that off of each other to say, Hey, you know what? I think I, I need like just to talk or I need like um, a gut check. Like you said, you know, it was good for us to get together. And because even, even before we started talking about the podcast, we were just catching up because we hadn't kept catch up caught in like up, a yeah. long time, caught up, caught up in a long time. And, and it was very refreshing. And um, so for every, anybody that's going through something similar, you know, where you feel like you're in a vacuum, you feel that you're alone, reach out to somebody, reach out to a brother, you know, reach out to, to to somebody to go grab a beer, grab a coffee and and know that you don't have to be in it alone, you know? And to recognize that yeah, we are going to have moments of dryness where we feel that it's like, mm, I don't know. I don't know if if am I doing enough? Am yeah, I doing, if I'm the doing right enough thing? or if I'm or if if it's even worth it. You know, sometimes you are going to have that just Ask Mother Teresa, right? She went through decades, yeah, decades, decades of just spiritual dryness. But the trust, her faith, in knowing that God was at the end of that, is all she needed. And I think that's the lesson, at least that I took from this. You know, that no matter what happens, um, it's very important to stay close to the sacraments. You know, don't. We're not Superman, you know, right? And 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 to have a brother, you know, to have like a spotter, and to just keep you honest, and you keep them honest, and because life's just gonna keep happening, you know, life's gonna keep getting in the way, and and it's what we do in those moments that really will shine a light on the things that we need to pay attention to. You know, whether it's more prayer, whether it's exercising, whether it's eating better, whether it's drinking a little less or, you know, whatever you do, you know, playing video games. Eating a little less. Yeah, eating a little less or eating a little less, you know. Right. <laughs> I need to read too low fasting. Um, it's funny that you said uh, the Superman because in one of the chapters of this book, I'm only on like chapter two. Um, I started it this morning, actually. It talks about failures in fatherhood, and one of them is the Superman. Mm -hmm. um, and then you mentioned brotherhood, 
and then on the second part, chapter 10 says one of the, the sub chapters is like being a brother. Um, I think that is very interesting how Father Jack Philippe, Jack Philippe um, talks about all fatherhood coming from God the Father. That even Jesus's fatherhood, Jesus is a son. He's not our father. Our father mm -hmm. is God the Father. So there's one through fatherhood, and from it stems all um, fatherhood, the priestly or spiritual fatherhood and our natural uh, fatherhood. So that, that put things in perspective quite a bit for me in that knowing that as a as an earthen uh, father um still my my fatherhood comes from god the father and to embody all of the the virtue or like the positive things that god the father has for us which mm -hmm. namely mercy <laughs> um and um you know loving kindness he loves us almost recklessly and uh, he is perfectly just perfectly merciful but we're not we're not god but mm -hmm. we are working towards imitating um god in our fatherhood so i'm very very it's needless to say i can probably tell already that i'm very very excited about reading this book even though is that it's dedicated towards or like focused on fatherhood for uh priests um there's like a caveat that he writes saying like this can be useful for whoever mm -hmm. um is a father of a, of a family or has uh, some point of uh, position of leadership in the church etc cetera, etc cetera. so very very interested in what the rest of the book is so myself keep us accountable or yeah. keep me accountable that I, <laughs> that I will finish the book i'll um, need a book report on that so i can read it <clears throat> i know what what are you reading right now same uh, the saint francis book yeah it's uh lessons of saint francis it's about simplifying your life and coming to better prayer basically uh it's Which interesting is you this know. episode is coming on October 4th, so coming out on October 4th. So mm -hmm. what have you learned so far? I'm going to put you on the spot right now. <laughs> uh, simplicity. You know, I think we, if if you read everything that St. Francis gave up, you know, he was, he just walked away from a pretty cushy life. Hmm. Um, and, and he had to deal with a lot of uh, blowback from his family, particularly on that. Um and he was completely detached. And it's something that I, I, I think I need to pay more attention to because um, I'm a very pragmatic and practical guy, but I'm also very controlling of that. You know, I want to make sure that everything's right, perfect, clean, and not OCD by any stretch. But it's, it's something that I, I need to be a little bit more lenient uh, and, and simplifying what we do and what we have and how we do things definitely plays a part in that. And that leads to where I'm at right now, the part of the book to joy, how to be mm -hmm. joyful. You know, if, if the, the less things that you have to worry about, the more room for joy 
you have. You know, now it's a little trickier when you're a dad, you know, and you have a job and you have a mortgage and you have everything that, you know, bills to pay. Exactly. And, it's yeah. again, St. Francis could could go a couple of days without eating. My kids can't go a couple of hours without eating. You know, <laughs> so. Um, but it's, it's, I really like that, you know, that he was joyful, even in the most precarious of situations. Um, and, and everything was to honor God. The joy was not self-serving. The joy was to, to honor, always to honor God. Uh, and he just took whatever God wanted to give him from that joy. So it's, it's good. You know, I, I think it has a lot of other lessons, uh, on how to, Uh, grow some of those other virtues like humility and patience and all these things that uh, I picked People it up keep because talking about. Mm -hmm, and 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 it's weird because I picked it up just like out of nothing you know I was just at a bookstore one time and I grabbed it and St. Vincent de Paul has great books so I was just like Before they it was like five minutes till they closed, so I just got there really quick, and I'm like, I can, what can I find? And I, I got like that book, which is pretty weird because I didn't have a lot of time to cherry pick, and it's and it's a, re a really good book. So that's the what Holy I'm going Spirit through right moment. now. Mm -hmm. It's what you needed, but it's weird because I picked up that book like last year, you know, and well, you I just started reading it now, partly because. All of our books, as I told you, were in our garage up until three weeks ago. Because well, yeah, I finally you just finished building the bookshelf. Yeah, so I finally, Shelves. yeah, I finally made ourselves our library, and all those books came out. So I, I was able to encounter it again, pretty much at the time where I needed to read it, basically. Do you know that Japanese word for buying more books, even though you haven't read the books that you bought? Mm. Um, there's the book, there's the book, there's a word, um, mm. I cannot think about it right now and I don't want to Google it because it'll <laughs> probably take me longer, but if you are listening and you know the Japanese word that I'm talking about, put it in the comment box, um, and, and let us know, I'm probably going to think about it as I am falling asleep because that's how my brain works. I'm going to be like, I'm going to text Gustavo right now. Um, I won't. I'll I'll let you know tomorrow. Um, anywho, um, what else did we needed to talk about? I think that's it. You know, I think it's about, like you said, we had a state of the union, and and we're gonna keep as 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 much as we're possible uh, to do it. We're just gonna keep this ship afloat, um, with with the help of. You, the listener, you know, if, if, if you can let us know um, over there on your end and then just really guided by God, you know, and by the Holy Spirit to make sure this is something that we're offering this little mud cake to, to him um, <laughs> and not make it about us, never make it about us, because uh, that's when it, it gets a little dicey, at least for me. But I mean, yes, no, same. I can share that sentiment that, you know, it's not that you mentioned it. Like I have to come clean and say, like, honestly, I was like, oh my goodness, hell's going to break loose because our 10 listeners are going to be so <laughs> mad 
<laughs> like, that we didn't publish what? an episode. Nothing happened. Nothing Life happened. goes on. Nobody cares. Nothing happened. Well, not that nobody cares, but we didn't get like death threats or anything yeah. about it. So it's, it's like okay. Life well, went very, on. You life know. went on. You know? It's a week a week went by and everybody was fine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no yeah. hate mail. At least not that I can see it. At least Still. not to our faces. <laughs> like if you were upset about us not publishing an episode last week, we are hardly sorry. Mea culpa, mea culpa, mea maxima culpa. Um, but other than I, that, I'm sure nobody was. It's, it's, in the off chance, nos estamos curando en sal, digamos. <laughs> um, which, how do you translate that saying? We should have an episode of just like Spanish sayings that you cannot translate into English. Which is most of them. Which is most of them. Uh, there are some that have their... I mean, you can find a way of expressing what you're trying to express, but the wording That's is going to be really, really tricky. Yes, that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know what that one means, the one you just said. I don't think I've heard that one. You, you are a lot better at those sayings than I am. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I just, just must be like a northern, northeast Mexican saying that a northwestern Mexico saying. Yeah. I wonder if Ivan knows it. I'm going to ask him. Um, anyways. All right. Should we wrap it up? I think we're, we're good. If you're good, I'm good. Let's keep all going right. and uh, just pray for us. You know, that's the best yes, thing that you please. can all do for. Uh, for, for this podcast and for whatever uh, reach is having, uh, may it be for the glory of God. And, Amen. And we're going to try to keep talking to interesting people and and bringing you those perspectives because it's been really beneficial to us. If I'm looking at it from a very very selfish lens, uh, it's been it's been super exciting to talk to a bunch of those people. You know, I've learned a lot from them and and try to incorporate different flavors of their spiritual life into mine. Um, it's always, it's always fun. So yeah, just pray, pray for this ministry and, and, and for us, you know, for our spiritual health, for our relationships and for our families, it'd be very, very greatly appreciated. And we'll be bringing you to prayer during our holy hours as well. So Mm -hmm. we are keeping each other in prayer. Um, and uh yeah go to direct.me forward slash barbatus for more information on the podcast and um follow subscribe like hit the bell all that fun stuff that people do on the internet and we'll see you next week bless us Casey pray, pray for, for us. us until the next time